Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to told, told, told him I'm a beast, blood. What's up, gang? Welcome okay, to the Grindcast. Simon Arias here. Get ready. It's a new day. What's up, gang? Welcome to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. We got Big Perm. What's up, y'all? In the house. He's going to run the point today. I think Giovanni pulled up some questions from some of the listeners yeah. that have that have yeah. popped up. And uh, Perm is going to go over some of those. And we're just off the cuff, off, off the, the cuff. dome. There's been no practice. No practice. We're just so we're Perm just on one. can't read that well. So no. just stick so with help us. Me, you know what I mean? Be patient. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy this segment. Be patient. And let's have some fun with this. All right. I love you. I love you. I love too, you. Let's guy. go. My let's guy. let it rip. So, first, from some of the listeners, they had a question. Now, what are some of the advantages of being surrounded? With multiple surroundings. Let me repeat that because I messed that up, guys. See that? Let's see go. That? Come on. This is where we came for. Let's have fun for today. The fun, all right? So what are some advantages of being around multicultural surroundings? Multicultural surroundings. Yeah. So so I think, you know, what they're asking is, you know, what it's like to be in one minute. The other day, me and you drove right. and, and you took pictures of me sitting outside of those brick houses. Where yeah. was that? That was in the projects. Yeah. Of, so Of Pittsburgh. Right. Yeah, Pittsburgh, yeah. Uh, Stowe Rocks, Rocks projects. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and uh, one minute we're there, right? And the next minute, you know, I'm sitting in a, in a room of there's a couple billionaires, correct? And people worth hundreds of millions right. of dollars, right? And uh, within literally the same 24 hour span, right? And so I think, man, the advantages of that is this is a big world, and you know, a lot of times, you know, people paint themselves in a corner because they get comfortable only dealing with one type of person, Certain you know, people. group of right. people, you know, right. whether it's all Hispanic people right. or all people with money or right. all people that are poor, or all people right. that are athletes or all people that are this. And and if you really want to impact lives, whether, you know, the mission is because you want to do better in business or you want to just impact and help more people, it I feel like it's is major to be able to connect with people from all different walks Church, of life right. that you could literally drop a person anywhere. And I think it's possible and doable, even if you didn't grow up in a surrounding, see like, you know, I feel like part of it, I got to be real and say was, well, it's a very unique situation of how this all happened right. of, you know, I did grow up, you know, on welfare mm -hmm. as a kid, I did grow up on the east side of Youngstown. These right. are facts. Facts. That, that sold a house for eleven thousand dollars, but I did have a grandmother that cut hair for a living and did okay. That lived in in Camel, mm -hmm. and people all helped out and, and pitched in. And I got to go to some better schools. I went right. to Ursland, uh, so I got to sit with different people. So I got to grow up with some people over here that nobody right. else really got to be around. And then I got to go hang out with some people over here that these people never got to be right. around. And I learned that I that I, I had to blend them together yeah. and then playing football, you know, in college, you know, you get people from all different walks of life. So, but I think how a person could do that without growing up in that environment, I think just being real, being authentic, I think is when you fake mm. that you're something that you're right. not, Come on. it, people can smell that right. real people can right. smell that. Yep. And so I think if you just try to stay true to who you are, I feel like that goes, uh, you know, that, that, that can go a long way. I think if you try to learn and understand other people that are in these environments, instead of judging, 
them, whether it's, you know, judging a rich person because they're rich or right. judging a hood person because they're in the hood, right. like just trying to learn about them and understand them and who they are and why they are the, the way they are, I think goes goes a long way in, in spending time with people from mm-hmm. different walks of life and educating, you know, yourself. I think it's possible for you to become a person that can deal with all walks of life, life. people from all walks of life, as long as you're open and humble to learn, you stay Mm. true to yourself, stay true to who you are and you, and you care and you come in with the right mindset and the right purpose. You know what I mean? Not all the time. Sometimes you hear stories of people, you know, getting in random, unfortunate situations, getting caught in a crossfire, but nine times out of 10, you know, it's a reason why people getting their head knocked off. Not all the time, but he was doing something. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so I think, you know, when I go into some of these places and I know, you know, I'm just there to serve people. That's I'm it. just there That's to help it. these cats. But I ain't afraid to go there. Right. You know what I mean? Because I ain't afraid to talk to none of y'all. Then, then uh, you know, it, it kind of limits the fear that a lot of people, you know, would have. So I think that's that's one thing. I think, you know, something that could go back to you, Perm. You know, you've, you've been in... Mm now environments being with me correct Correct. you know where we go to places and uh-huh. me and you are like my literally my road dog right like right you come with me more than my wife right so we hit the road and, the and we hit the road we go to dinners we go to capitol yeah. grill you know you've sat with billionaires oh, yeah. you've sat with people that oh, yeah. that are legends yeah, you know what i mean legends. and stuff like that and and you're big perm right and you rock the glasses yep the sunglasses yep. and the chain and just keep it Real. Just keep, <laughs> keep it, it who you are. Just keep it who I am. Tell me what that looks like from your standpoint, oh, dog. Oh, man, it, it feels good. You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, like you said before, uh, you know, coming into the business, people here don't even know me by my real name. That's why, that's why we're still having that segment on who can even find my middle name. But, yeah, getting back to that, I mean, the hanging around people and then who and accepting, accepting me for who I am, period, that's sweet. You know what I mean? Just being with you and you're just been rocking me since day one. Same, same, same dude. You know what I'm saying? Same size. Never got bigger. Knew that you know what I'm saying? Coming. Of course that was Knew coming. Knew that was coming. You know what I'm saying? Still you you've you been rocking these these since back in the day. This is this is your relax. This is your relax gear. Always been. You know what I mean? Yep. But it feels good to be around these folks, man. And and they're just normal cats. Just like you said, they're just normal dudes, man. Just regular dudes, just like you say, just be open hearted, you know what I'm saying? Be open minded, be humble and just humble. open yourself up. Yep. You know what I'm saying? hundred percent. Uh second question we got here, man. How important is it? Thank you. I'm sorry. How important is constant professional self-improvement? How important is constant professional self-improvement? I heard you. All right. Just wanted to make sure I said twice. (laughs) You hit it. You did it right. Both times. All right. 100%. 100%. Let's go. I'm telling you, today's a good day. TGIF, y'all. I don't, you know, I just got, had the pleasure and privilege, you know, this morning to to speak to the Youngstown State football team. Mm. And, you know, I talked to them about, you know, the preparation is what you spend most of your time on. The game, you know, one of the points that I went over is a a football game is 60 minutes, you know, 15 minutes a quarter. If you play defense, you're only playing 30 minutes max because there's special teams. There's all different types of stuff going on. So if you got 10 games, you play 300 minutes. That's five hours. You actually play the game. I asked the kids, how many, how many times, you know, how many hours a week you putting into practice, rehab, training, film, blah, blah, whatever. Number they said was 40, Mm. 40 hours a week. So I said, man, if you put in 40 hours a week, you know, that's 2000 hours a year mm. towards something that you only play five hours. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so really when when you when you think about it, you know, it's almost like 400 hours of preparation for one hour of 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 actually playing the game. Right. And so I think that's what life is. You know, I told these guys, I said, man, if you if you keep doing the things that you're accustomed to doing while you're playing ball, mm-hmm. after that and apply them to your life, you'll crush people. All the way. Because if you could still put in that amount of preparation for whatever your job is, whatever your career is, whatever it is that you're doing, if you could put in that much work to prepare mm. in advance before the game starts, right. whatever, this person's game might be a doctor. Right. This person's game may, may, may be a truck driver. This person's game may be to run a podcast. This right. person might own a business. If you prepare and put the work in to develop and prepare yourself and develop yourself and make yourself bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, all right, we hit the weight room. We, we're trying to get bigger, right. bigger, faster, stronger. There's a lot of programs. That's what they want. Right. Bigger, faster, stronger. But your body ain't going to be bigger, faster, stronger at 50 years old than what it was at 25 years old. Unless you inject a crazy yeah. amount of steroids. Yeah. And it still ain't going to be right. Nah. So so it's really, it's, it's about, are you... You can get bigger, faster, stronger by developing yourself mm. internally, your mind, your spirit, and your body, all of those things, because you may not be big enough for the position that you want, that you think you want. Because if your talent gets you to a place that your character can't keep you, mm-hmm. then you end up falling off. That's when you see people that make it and then they Ooh. and then they fall off. It's because they don't develop themselves. Mm-hmm. That their their talent may be big enough. They may want it. But the position itself crumbles them because their foundation isn't laid. So I think constant professional self-improvement is critical, mm-hmm. not just, all right, I did it. Right. I passed. No, it's constant. You if going. you keep don't keep working out, if you work out hard, then you get six months. You eat pizza, ice cream, wings, chips, everything you want, and don't work out. Six months, it's going to be a drastic difference. That's going to be a drastic If it's not constant self-development, yeah. It's going to be a drastic difference in six months. You could fall off. You know, Maxwell used to say, uh, you know, when you look at somebody on top, understand, like, it's like climbing a mountain. That you can't climb a mountain and get to the top on accident. That's Mm. intentional. Mm. But you could fall off on accident. Sure. You could slip off and fall off on accident. And sometimes people fall off on accident because they're not intentionally developing uh, themselves. Wow. So what do you, what, why do you think these people, like you say, like they work on a gym, for, for, for instance, they put that much work in for gym work or whatever they do. Why do you think they don't take that work ethic and take it to a job? Like, like, like why do you think they don't? I think a couple like things. Example, one, yeah. one is, is um, they're used to having like a, a, a dope boss, mm. you know, like a head coach of a football team mm. is usually... You know, not all the time, but he's usually, I mean, that's, first of all, that's their boss. Right. And he'd be telling them what to do. Hold them accountable. Hard on them. And as kids, you either want to play the game so bad or you're on scholarship and you, like, have to listen or you don't play. Uh. But when you get out in business, sometimes you can get away with, I'm late five minutes. Oh, the bus was this. Or I'm late five minutes or my kids was this. All these excuses start to become acceptable where in sports you know in football there's no excuse that's that's acceptable usually the whole team got to run and so I, th- I i think because of that lack of figure that can like bring that order mm. you know to their life they start to fall off 
because they haven't adopted the habits themselves to be able to drive it without somebody driving it yeah, in them. Like these cats were working out this morning. I spoke to them at 7.15 in the morning. I pulled up at 7 a.m. They had already got done with their workout. That means they started probably by 6 a.m. already. Mm -hmm. That means they got up probably at the latest, 5.30 right, a.m. 18 to 22 years old. After college... It's a struggle for me to get people to get up at five o'clock in the morning. Five. I'm all I'm doing is the same shit that I always was doing. Right. You know right. what I mean? In, right. in sports, right. I just never stopped. And, and so it's it's like, well, practice starts at six, so you got to be there. So like in your mind, you gotta you gotta make like pretend that practice starts for you at mm -hmm. six o'clock, and and there's a coach there with a whistle. And I think people don't do that because they don't have a coach with a whistle. They don't have playing time that's going to be affected next week if you don't show up, you know what I mean, this oh. week. And I think the kids and the people that adopt those habits and, and take them from athletic backgrounds into the business world would dominate people if they continue to do what it was that they were you know, consistently doing. That's a great answer, for sure, for sure. Uh, next question is, which is better, winning or succeeding? Um. Winning or succeeding, that's a tough one. You know, I think, you know, this is this may be opposite of what, you know, I didn't have a plan for this. So I got to I gotta hash this out. But not all the time, but a lot of the times if you just win and you focus on winning, all the things that it requires in order to win actually is what you need to be doing anyway because it's hard to win. So right. if you focus on winning, all the things that you want, end up also transpiring. Mm -hmm. But I think if I was if if I was painted in the corner of of saying, you know, the difference between it or which one would you rather have? Would you rather succeed or, or would you rather win? I do think it's possible to succeed and not win. I think if if you're if you're playing to your best potential and you're doing it the right way mm -hmm. and you're doing it for the right reasons, right. you could be successful and still not win because life is not fair. You know, sometimes you can do everything right and not win. You know, sometimes you can do everything right and you get injured. You, your star running back breaks his leg or, you know, hurts his knee or something happens in your personal life. Your car yeah. gets, somebody crashes into your car yeah. sitting in front of your house like yeah. they just did to you this past week, Perm. Yeah. Yeah. That was unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. And the funniest part about it was. Second one. Perm had his car sitting in front of his house yeah and randomly during the day mm -hmm. you hear all these tires screeching and pow and they just totaled your car they smashed your smashed. car broad daylight mm -hmm. okay come out the person was drinking and driving yep. you know severely you know intoxicated and uh you hear all this screaming going on yeah. and and uh the funniest part to me <laughs> okay was it, you got to remember those of you that that, that don't listen all the time perm's wife precious we grew up together we yeah. all grew up together so her mother knew me when i was a kid i've known her you know for yeah. for 25 plus years who's that yeah oh yeah over 25 years uh and 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 linda was cracking me up i mean she just is being exactly who i would expect her to be in Correct. that environment and i love it and and uh the 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 best is the Puerto Rican music that was playing in the oh, background. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was unbelievable. Yeah. You know, for the right cost, I'll yeah. share this yeah. video. If you need a laugh, you that'll bring laugh. you to your knees. Oh, okay, it's a good if you one. want some real hood highlights? It's okay, and this right one with, with Perm in it, uh, I'll give it to you for a couple couple thousand. <laughs> yeah. I split it with you, Perm. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> my love, my love. But sometimes, sometimes 
<laughs> Life ain't fair. No, it ain't. Sometimes it you ain't. do everything right, and, yeah, and, and, and things and things happen. So I think you could you could succeed and have success and not and not always win. And so I think part of that is is succeeding is doing the best that you could possibly do mm-hmm. with every ounce of your soul and your body to honor the gifts that you've been given and the situation that you've been given. Play the cards the best that you can, the cards right. that you're dealt, and and do it for the right reasons. And do it the right way without without stealing, you know, without just doing the wrong things. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's how you become successful. So I think you could you could be successful sometimes and not win. Another question. Good answer. Good answer. What about pri- prioritizing our daily goals? Speak on that. Like well, I, like like what should we like? How, how do you make that work? You know what I mean? Yep. I, I mean, I think um, I think all. You know, like I was talking about with the preparation, you know, it's it's thousands of hours of preparation for five hours of play. Mm. And so it's it's how do you prepare every day? You know, usually your daily goals is is mostly a preparation of something that you want bigger. Mm. What is the goal? What is the ultimate vision you have? What is the ultimate goal you have for this year? It's something so big that it can't happen in a day. It happens daily, not in a day. And so I think. Looking at your daily goals, writing them down helps things that you want to accomplish because sometimes you can waste time. You know, I've done it. We've all done it. You go through a day and if you really look at it, you didn't really accomplish shit. You know, you were Mm -hmm. BSing around. I, I think if you don't put your goals on paper of this is what I want to accomplish today. These are the things that are going to get me closer to my goals tomorrow than I was today. And even today, sometimes people think because they didn't get the result today that they're not getting better. Yes, you are. Right. Part part of getting better is that you got to take some losses. You got to get your ass beat. Gotcha. Sometimes you you learn by dropping the ball yeah. or you learn by failing or you learn by getting caught in the submission or you learn 100%. but you show up the next day and now you're better because you learn how to get out of that situation right. that you got yourself into and in, in, in its growth and so I, I think if you can prioritize your life you know of what needs to happen that day for you and have that on a on a schedule a planned out mapped out schedule written down it'll it'll help you to prioritize your thoughts and not go through a day where you don't feel like you got anything accomplished. And, and I could run this for a, hour. an hour podcast wow. about wow. how important scheduling is. I mean, you know how I run on I, a schedule. You already know Why that. don't you talk on that before I give some feedback? On it? Why don't you talk about what you've seen from me and us when we travel, when we're around each other, like give some things that stand out that people wouldn't understand. Like, for example, people are like, you know, can I get 10 minutes today? Or when can oh. you get a half hour with you oh, today? Wow. Like people wouldn't understand of like I, I don't didn't know understand. where to find the ten minutes. Yeah, and, and, and talk well, about well, it. well. I didn't understand prior. You know what I'm saying? Prior to being in this business and working with you, I didn't understand. I was like, yo, you like, bro, I'm tied up. I'm tied up. So with you being tied up, so everyone can know it. 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 it he is. It, the scheduling is very important. You have meetings from starting at after gym six fifteen six thirty when you're out coming from the work gym already starting calls calls sweating coming in from. Yo, using that time on it, on it. Take take your shot. Maybe five planned. minutes planned. Everything's planned. Everything is scheduled. I mean, you schedule from date night to hanging out with your kids to going to birthday parties to going to the park to going wherever. Everything is scheduled when you're going to eat, when you're not going to eat. Everything is. I mean, when people don't understand it, it, it is. I, I have the itinerary. It, we work together. I have it. 
So everything is scheduled. Dinners, 618. Not 615, not 612, not 610. 618, we got to be there because it's in the schedule. That's the time that we have to be there. So, yes, I know all about it. Yeah, I think I think that's critical. I, I'm, I'm actually working with one of the guys that, that uh, I brought into the business mm-hmm. that I think is going to kill it. Uh, Jermaine scheduling. and and I've been working heavy scheduling. with him on scheduling. Yeah, and 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 it's I think it's making an impact, you know, because he's he got kids, he's married, he wants to train, yeah, and he wants to crush the business and build it, and and you can do it all. You hear me say that all the time. Yeah. You can do it all. Yeah. It's not easy. You it's can't not do easy. it all, but if you schedule it, there's 168 hours in a week, mm-hmm. and part of that is being able to look at those 168 and you start cutting out the things that are essentials. So when I say cutting it out, I mean cutting it out in a good way if, of saying, okay, first of all, I got to sleep. Got to sleep. So how many hours do I need to, to, to sleep? Well, last night, I didn't get as much sleep as I normally do. Mm. I, ran, I ran on five last five. night. I don't do five all the time. Right. I aim for eight. I right. usually get seven, six and a half, seven. Uh, but I'd say I'm a seven hour you know, average sleeper, but once in a while things happen. And, you know, even when we travel, sometimes I don't, I don't get it, but I'll try to adjust. And so if we said seven hours for that, then there's 168 hours. You got 50 off the top of that. You got 118 hours left. And then you put in, all right, what does your wife need? You know, I know everybody should know like what, how much one-on-one time do you need with your spouse? And and I'm not going to say it's good or bad. It's just, you got to know what that person, you know, really needs. Mm -hmm. And, and for me, you know, I'm, Natalie's not super needy. So I know if I can get like a legit, you know, some spare time throughout the week where we chill and kick it and talk. And I'm not saying like we don't talk at all for the whole week and then right. we just have a date night. Right. But I know if if I plug in like a legit date night for us where we got like just us mm-hmm. for five hours, you know, something like that, we're good. Five or six hours, you know, and, and then little touch things here and there. But, you know, we're good. And then I look at my my kids. You know what I mean? How much time do I need with them? And I plug that all in the schedule, you know, for the week. And then you feel it. How did it feel? Did it feel like it was too much to you to not get your work done? Did it feel like it was not enough? Do you feel, you know, and you and you got to be able to feel it. And then you start to adapt and adjust your schedule. And if you try it and you fill it all out consistently, over the course of a couple months, you'll start to have your schedule mastered. And you'll see what I'm talking about. Of You'll be able to start to do it to do it all. So I think the, the daily goals will help you with that. You know, start out with writing down like three things you want to accomplish for today and just start winning them, start knocking those things out. I think that'll, I think that'll go a long way. You so know, what do you recommend them waking up? Like what's, what, what, what do you, what I think do you recommend it all, starting I think it day? all depends on, on what that person's business okay. is. I, I think most of the time, you know, people should be up by 6 a.m., you know, to get things done, that's latest. But, you know, let's say I own a restaurant and I'm in the restaurant, you know, till if it's not possible for me right. to get out of I there yep. until 12 o'clock, mm-hmm. you know, by the time I get to bed, it's one o'clock. Um, then I'm going to probably Adjusted. be getting up at seven o'clock, yep. you know what I mean? There's eight o'clock, you know, and that, and that I think it's more of looking like, how are, what are you doing with the hours that you are awake? You know what I mean? So if, if I'm not getting up till eight o'clock because of I was up so late, you know, and it's necessary, not because right. I'm up late because I'm bullshitting around. Right. I'm up late because this is uh, right. how I'm running my business. Right. This is what I have to do. And you adjust that schedule. Then you have to still get all those things done. You have to still 
You have to still find a way to get the workout in. You have to still find a way to get the books in. You got to still find a way to get the family. You got to still find a way to get it. And I always go to this. If I need to find time from anywhere, I take it from myself first. So from my sleep. So it's like, all right, if I can't get this done, and the only way for me to get this done is if I got to go from wanting seven hours to get five hours, then I got to do it. If that's what I, if that's what I got to do. And, and then the second thing I'll take it from is my workout time. You know, if, if I don't control this, because I'm a workout fanatic yeah. and I'm a jujitsu lover yeah. in, in all of it now. I just love it all, martial arts, period. If I wouldn't tame myself and fight with myself over this, I would be training seven days a week. I love it all day. And so I'm like, all right, well, you're not, the goal isn't for you to, you know, win the UFC title next year. The goal is for you to stay in shape, do what you love. You know what I mean? Do do what it is, spread it to other people. But really, my my, my I got to run this business. And so I'll take it off of that a little bit, the time, or if my workout, I want it to be an hour and a half, I got to condense it to 45 minutes. You know, I'll take it off of those things first. And then I prioritize the things that cannot be dropped. And I think that starts to help a lot with, with the time. Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to told, told him I'm a beast, bud. Money.